Um, just before I start, I want to uh, introduce an uh, a announcement. There is a Paradise Fire Benefit concert, which will be in, uh, I think, the Loma Linda Chinese Church. I don't know if you know or not, the whole month of December, we've been um, collecting money for uh, Paradise Fire, where what we're doing is um, we're working with the church there, we're working with the Korean Church Council to um, raise funds for the people who lost homes and community in, in paradise. So please be mindful of paradise, uh, paradise Fire Relief Fund. You know, it's going to be a fantastic year. It's going to be a fantastic year. I, I already feel it. We have a new pastor joining in. We have, we have the best leaders at our church. We have the best elders at our church. We have the best staff at our church. Um, we have our grand opening coming up. March 9 is our grand opening. Um, the KM Sanctuary is almost done. So we're, we're hoping for the, the occupancy permit to be granted maybe end of January or beginning of February. So March 9th is our grand opening. The worship speaker for that, that Sabbath will be, it'll be a joint worship and the speaker will be Pastor Dan Jackson. I don't know if you guys know him or not. He's the president of North American Division. Kind of like a big deal, but I guess nobody knows. Okay, it's all right. <laughs> do, you have, uh, do you have your New Year's resolutions? Yes or no? About 45% of population in America make New Year's resolutions. About 45%. Um, these are some of the most common New Year's resolutions. Okay? Eat healthier. Do you do that? Yes. Get more exercise? Yes. Save money? Yes. Right? Focus on self-care? Get more sleep and drink more water, whatever. Yeah. Read more, make new friends. You know, I was looking at this, I was like, my, Americans, we're like so, me, 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 me. I'm going to make myself better. My There's nothing like I'm going to make my community better. I'm going to make my family better. I don't know. But this is what people do. But what's really interesting about New Year's resolutions is that a lot of people make New Year's resolutions, but most people fail. Did you know that? Of course you did. Because 92% of us who make New Year's resolutions, we fail. Only 8% succeed. That's a terrible rate, isn't it? You know, I was getting this uh, 2018 New Year's, resolution, uh, New Year's resolutions, and I thought, oh, maybe I should get 2019 New Year's resolution, uh, resolutions because maybe some people are thinking, Pastor, that's so last year. But, you know, I thought, I don't need to get 2019 New Year's resolutions because 2019 is going to be just the same. Same list, because it never changes. (laughs) 
How many of you actually write down your New Year's resolutions? Come on. Seriously, nobody? In our church, how many of you guys actually do them? Raise your hand. Two people. Okay. Let us pray. (laughs) Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this very first Sabbath of year 2019. Lord, as we open the Bible, open our hearts also. In Jesus' name, amen. Goals are important. Don't you agree? Goals are very important. I'm such a goal-oriented person. I am. You know, I set all kinds of goals. When I was church planting in San Diego, and I was moving down there, and I had my five goals for my new church. I wrote them down. I wrote them in my office. I'm like, these are very important. I need goals. I need to achieve them. They were important. Into about three or four years, I actually was able to check every single goal. All five of them. When I came to Loma Linda Church, when I was called, oh, don't get mad, okay? <laughs> when, I called, when I was called to Loma Linda Church, I had one goal. My, my one goal was I'm going to go there and stay for three years and leave. That was my goal. Because everyone told me that, Pastor, why are you going to Loma Linda Church? You know, that's a pastor's graveyard. (laughs) But then I came to Loma Linda Church, and then I realized this is a beautiful, wonderful church. And it's been eight years now. This is my ninth year. No, no, no. I I, I didn't didn't mention that just to get, no. Ninth year. Wow, that's... Crazy. So into about three years, I actually wrote down all my goals. And all of these goals have met, especially starting this year with our new church structure. Actually, all five goals have been met. That's pretty crazy, huh? Yeah, this means I can retire. My, my life is complete. Okay. <laughs> Well, it means I need to set some more new goals. Do you set goals for your life? Do you have your goals for 2019 or in your life, whatever? Um, Isn't it important? It is, right? Setting goals is important. So should we talk about goal setting today? Actually, no. We're not going to talk about goal setting today. Instead, I want to talk about something we need to decide before we set any goals for this year or for our life. Loma in the church, especially all of the young ones in our church. You know who you are, all you students or those who think you're still young, Right? Before you set any goals, we need to decide who we are first. 
Before we set any goals, we need to decide who we are first. Knowing who we are will give us a completely different outlook on goals or on life. Okay? When you decide who I am, then what you want to achieve is completely different. So, you should change your New Year's resolutions. You should change the most important goals in your life. So this morning, on this very first Sabbath of the year 2019, I just want to be on the same page with all of you, all together. Let's find out or let's decide who we truly are. Let's open the Bible. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 15 through 17. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 15 through 17. Verse 15. And he died for all, that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. It's saying what Jesus did on the cross should do something to the way we live our life. Okay? We don't just live our lives for ourselves anymore. As we plan out this new year, Jesus should have something to do with it. As we plan out our life, Jesus should have something to do with it. Verse 16. So from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Something happened to all of us, and now everything has changed, okay? We don't live like the rest of the world. We did that before, but not anymore. Now, Jesus is in the center, and Jesus is not just some name that we hear. Verse 17, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, The old has gone, the new is here. If we are in Christ, we become the new creation. Okay? The old things have passed away. Now I live as the new me. I live as the new me. Not the old Richard, but new me. You know, we sing about amazing grace. There ought to be a song about amazing transformation. You didn't know, but yes, we're all transformers. You are a new creation in Christ, so don't live like the rest of the world. That's in the past. The new me lives in the new way. Okay? This is the beginning of Christianity. This is the starting point for people of faith. If you're a young person, this is the most important decision you will ever make. If you're not so young, this is a great way to start a new year, reminding ourselves who we really are. If you're new to Christianity, This is the power of the gospel. This is the power of the gospel. Good news for you and good news gives you a new 
foundation for your life. You see, there are things that Jesus had done. Okay, he has already accomplished it. And there are things that Jesus continues to do. Okay? Let me just articulate it for you. So this is what we have, okay? There are things, okay? There's something that Jesus, I have it right here on the, there you go. There is what Jesus has done for us, okay? What Jesus has done for us. And there is what Jesus continues to do for us. And there is what Jesus has already done in us. And there is what he continues to do in us. Okay? So let me break it down for you. There is something Christ has done, Christ has already done for us. It's called the plan of salvation. Okay? He died for us. You did nothing to save yourself. You couldn't save yourself, right? Someone had to save us, and God, who was in heaven, came down in human body and died for us. The outcome is now salvation is accessible for all of us. For those who believe. And this is what Jesus continues to do for us. We call it the intercessory work of Jesus Christ. Okay, this is a big thing for Seventh-day Adventist. Currently, he is working for us, for our sake. Christ is the mediator between us and God. We were separated by sin, but now because of the work of Jesus Christ, he continues to work as the mediator between us and God. Okay, so through him, we are connected. And then there is what Jesus has done in us. When we accept Jesus Christ as our Savior through faith, something happens in us. Loma Linda Church, this is very important. When we accept Jesus Christ and give my life to him, something happens in us. It's called justification. Okay, it's some biblical jargon, but listen, we've heard that before, right? What it means is that you and I, we are justified. We have been justified. Because of what Jesus had done on the cross, something inside changed. And he transforms our hearts. We're not the old Richard anymore. You're not the old yourself anymore. You are new. You're a new creation. Okay? We become a new creation in Jesus Christ. That is the heart of today's passage. Well, there's one more, right? There's what Jesus continues to do in us. We call this sanctification. We call this sanctification. Because Christ in us means the spirit of Jesus lives in us. So we take this journey of becoming more like Jesus. That's called sanctification. But today's message is about what I talked about before. 
Jesus had already, something that Jesus had already done in us, justification. By dying on the cross, he has changed us intrinsically, okay? We're not the same anymore. In Christ, we are new. This is the message from today's passage. In Christ, we're not becoming, okay? We're not becoming the new creation. We are the new creation. The old is gone. The new is here. New has come. There's no continuation in what Jesus has already done in us. I want this to be very, very clear. Okay? I want it to be very clear on this. The old has gone in us. The new has come in us. Already done. Galatians chapter 2 verse 20 says, I have been crucified with Christ, therefore I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. Very similar to verse 15. In Christ, we are the new creation. It's not me who lives anymore, but Christ lives in me. That, Loma Linda Church, is who we are. That is the new me. There's a very interesting story in Matthew chapter 4. Okay? Um, Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. There he fasted for 40 days. Okay? I fasted for three days and I thought I was going to die. Okay? Jesus fasted for 40 days. Maybe it's a little easier in wilderness because there's nothing to eat anyway. He was starving. I mean, literally, he was starving. Okay? Like he should have died. The only reason why he was still living was through the power of the Holy Spirit in the wilderness. Then guess who shows up? Guess who shows up? Lucy. Or Lucifer. A.K.A. Satan. Or the devil. Then the devil said to him, Oh my, you look terrible. You need to eat. If you're the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Tell these stones to become bread. One time, my wife and I were driving. I was really hungry, okay? Um, some of you know what happens when I get hungry. I mean, it's a, it's a medical condition. Um, I get upset, and I get dizzy, okay? I don't know what it's called. I'm not a doctor. But... Uh, so I was driving, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm starving, I gotta eat, and I'm driving, and I was really hangry, and then I saw pho restaurant, I was like, honey, let's go eat pho, there's a pho restaurant here, and like pulled into the parking lot, and like, let's get out, and let's eat, and my wife's like, where, where is the restaurant? I'm like, right there! And my wife looks at it and she goes, 22-minute photo. 
So this is when this is when you have to go to photoshops to get your pictures, okay? I was like, "Honey, right there, 22 minutes far." And my wife's like, "No, honey, that's actually 22 minute photoshop photo store." Man, when you're hungry, when you're hungry, man, um if Jesus if Jesus turned the stones to bread, I'll be like, Jesus, man, and I understand. You know what I mean? Like, it's okay. I understand. Man, you're, you've been really hungry. I get it. But you know what Jesus said? Jesus replied to the devil, man shall not live by bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Amen? It's like Jesus is speaking directly to me. It's like, Richard, man shall not live by bread alone. Man, not everything is about food, dude. That's what he's saying, right? That is the first temptation. You know, I was reading this, then I thought, man, this sounds really familiar. Then I started reading Genesis, right? I went to Genesis, I'm like, oh, it sounds familiar. The serpent tempts the woman in Genesis chapter 3, right? What is the serpent's name? That's right, Lucy. Or Lucifer. A.K.A. Satan. Or the devil. The woman failed. Okay? Humanity failed. But Jesus didn't fall. The woman failed, but Jesus won. There's a beautiful correlation between Genesis chapter 3 and Matthew chapter 4. But that's another sermon for another day. Okay? Let's look at the second temptation in Matthew chapter 4. Verse 6. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down. If you are the son of God, throw yourself down. Loma Linda Church, what's the temptation here? What is the temptation? Let, let me help you out a little bit, okay? First temptation, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Second temptation, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down. What is the temptation? Turn the stones to become bread. Throw yourself down and see what happens. I thought these were the temptations. But no. The test here was, do you know who you are? Satan came and said, Jesus, do you know who you are? Are you the son of God? Loma Linda Church, the temptation by the devil is still the same. The temptation of the, de- the devil is still the same, still whispering to us, do you know who you are? Are you the son or daughter of God? 
This is the single most important decision you will ever have to make in your life. More important than, listen to this, who you marry. More important what you choose as as your career. More important than whether you are successful or not in your life. People identify themselves with what they value, okay? People identify themselves who they are with what they value, like looks, money, their career, their family, their ethnicity, their homes, their cars, but we know that these are not the most valuable or the most important things in our life. And then there is that voice, right? You know that there is voice, right? The voice of who? Lucy. That's right. Or Lucifer. A.K.A. Satan. Or, oh, good, very smart. The Bible tells us who we are. We're the sons and daughters of Almighty God. We're the new creation in Christ. But the voice, but the voice of the devil tells us we are sinners. Right? The voice reminds us all the bad stuff we've done. All the bad stuff We've thought how we've failed, how we're not good enough, how we are full of sin. Let's not listen to that voice. The serpent still whispers in our ears. The devil still shows up at our weak moments. The devil holds an enticement before you. He says, oh, oh, this is what you like? Oh, that is what you want? Oh, that is what you enjoy? This is where you belong. And this is who you are. Loma Linda Church, do not listen to that voice anymore. That is not who you are. That is who you are. And today's passage says, no, you are a new creation. Do not listen to that voice. Today, the Bible tells us that is old. Okay? It's in the past. The new creation is not bound by sin, but by grace. I am a new creation. That is the new me. And I'm going to live my life like the new me. And I'm going to live this year like the new me. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, Jesus, 